Welcome to Machine Learning. To bless all the nations of the earth. Joshua 6. And it came to pass when Joshua had spoken to the people that seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of the ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And it came to pass in the seventh time when the priests blew with their trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city. So the people shouted with the priests, blew with their trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. The Lord's support and spirit was before Joshua, and as a prophet he received revelation from God. The Spirit of the Lord blessed the people with power. Their enemies could not prevail while the people had the Spirit of the Lord with them and before them like Jehovah was before them in a pillar of fire. The walls of Jericho fell and the fortress city was burned. Joshua was successful because of the support of the Lord. In another prior event, Joshua received revelation about crossing the Jordan River on dry ground. Joshua instructed the Levites who carried the ark to put their feet in the water and the water would separate. The Canaanites heard of the Joshua River crossing on dry ground and began to fear and they became disheartened. When the adversity sees God's spirit moving before his people, he becomes disheartened in his competition with God and his followers become disheartened. God is the winner even before the main event occurs. They could see Israel was strong with the Lord and the military campaign against them would not work. The Lord promised Abraham that through his seed all nations of the earth would be blessed. Both the Gentiles, Jews, and Lamanites will have the opportunity to receive the covenant. The covenant with Abraham was that he and his descendants would be blessed and bless the world. Abraham became the covenant nation under God's foot to bless the world. America's people are to be righteous and obey the commandments of God. The wealth and prosperity of America has made it the standard with which other countries seek to emulate. The Puritans came to America seeking religious freedom from the Church of England. Large numbers of immigrants came to the land of America. Puritan leaders such as John Cotton and John Winthrop believed in the blessings of Abraham and God's covenant to him and his kingdom. Zion would gain strength in America. Also, Nephi's descendants would receive the Abrahamic covenant and receive all the blessings associated with the covenant. After a great sleep, they would be awakened and become the Lord's covenant people. America was to be a good heart, and it would defend it by the shield, not the spear, meaning it would be defensive in strategy and not offensive. America would not entangle itself in the affairs of other nations, and it would respect their sovereignty. The law does not make a person, does not give the person a right to do evil. Divine law is greater than man-made law. Man-made law does not have the power to set aside divine law, as argued by John Locke. Divine rights means protecting rights given from God. These are inalienable rights the rights to life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness. Free choice does not invalidate these rights. 
The principles of power, purity, and liberty provide protection of religious freedom and worship by the U.S. Constitution. The Israelites were not to take the gold, silver, iron, or brass by covenant because from the Canaanites because they were the Lord's. They cannot take what is the Lord's. We cannot seek to deceive or steal from the Lord. The gold and silver were consecrated to the Lord's treasury. Joshua was the prophet that received revelation instructing the Levites carrying the ark to put their feet in the river Jordan, and the river would part and the children of Israel would walk on dry land to the promised land. Likewise, Zion in our day will be led by a living prophet who will lead us to the promised land, a land of milk and honey. Joshua did not call and appoint himself to be prophet. He was appointed by God to be prophet. Joshua led the Israelites like Moses led them. The conquest of the land of Canaan was similar to the founding of America as the land of inheritance by God to the Union. In some respects, the exposure of the people of Israel to the land of Canaan was like the exposure of the people of America to the land of America. It was a long journey of discovery. Only a few people who left Egypt slavery under Pharaoh had seen the promised land at that time. All the Israelite men of war had died in the desert during the 40 years of wandering. The majority of the people who settled America had never seen America. As we know from the settlements at Plymouth and Jamestown, the first settlers in America uh, encountered hardships. Many died of starvation and disease. The Jews who settled in Canaan encountered hardships, but the leadership of Joshua and Caleb enabled the people to conquer the land. The Israelites who settled in the Promised Land were able to drive out every Canaanite. The conquest of the land of America is like the conquest of the land of Canaan in another way. Although the people conquered the land in both cases, the victory was incomplete. There were some cities where Canaanites were still living in the Promised Land at the time of the writing of the book of Joshua. Likewise, America has been a mixture of the House of Israel who established Zion and the secular groups that do not want to believe in God or his kingdom and adamantly oppose him. We can also ask for forgiveness of our sins, weakness, and imperfections. As relating to us, we can ask for forgiveness of our sins, weaknesses, and imperfections and be forgiven of the Lord. This brings us closer to Christ. We can receive his spirit to be with us. We do not have to carry the burden of sin forever. We can become free from the vices of sin. When we seek to establish Zion, the Holy Ghost will be with us and help us in our cause. This is a better way to build the kingdom. We will gain power through righteousness and we can be influenced on others to seek Jesus, the Savior of the world. In the Book of Mormon, Alma led a group of people out of the land of Nephi to the land of Zarahemla. The people covenanted to follow the Lord before they received instruction on how to escape the Lord's grip that trapped the Nephites within the borders of their uh, within their borders. Alma was a strong spiritual man like Joshua. Alma pleaded with the Lord to spare him in his fight against the Lamanites in the land of Zarahemla, that he could be an instrument to save the souls in the hands of the Lord. Alma the elder led the Nephite forces to victory over the Amalekites. 
this was the major victory for Nephites. Alma also united the Nephites with the Amulekites in the land of Zarahemla. Like Joshua, Alma would be the greatest of all Nephite prophets. Alma was a righteous man honored by God. How do we bless the children of the Abrahamic covenant? How do we bless the world as the children of the Abrahamic covenant? We live our lives so we have the spirit of the Lord. Others can feel the spirit through us. There is no other greater gift than to have the spirit, Lord's spirit. The spirit is the unspeakable gift. King Benjamin explained that man has a great battle he must fight. It is the battle between nature and the spirit man. Man must desire to put off the natural man and become the spiritual because the natural man is an enemy to God. The natural man is an awful state, cast out, carnal, sensual, selfish, devilish, and proud. The natural man can put off his cardinal tendencies by yielding to the enticings of the Holy Ghost. The companionship of the Holy Ghost is the unspeakable gift. The Holy Ghost is the member of the Godhead. Think about it. We associate directly with the member of the Godhead. In essence, we become one with Christ through the association with the Holy Ghost. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are one in purpose. To feel the presence of the Holy Ghost is to feel the presence of God the Father and the Son. When Christ left the earth, he told his apostles he would send another, the Comforter. It is through the companionship of the Holy Ghost we can learn the mind and will of God and reconcile ourselves to his presence. We must depend on the Holy Ghost to guide us into the presence of Heavenly Father. It is through the unspeakable gift of the Holy Ghost we repent, and we are filled with joy and the remission of sins. We gain a pure understanding of the matchless power of God, our redemption from our nothingness and worthless fallen state, God's endless power and His mercy, wisdom, patience, and long-suffering towards the children of men. By repenting, we acknowledge our willingness to trust in the Lord and keep His commandments. We are willing to call upon the Lord daily and stand steadfast in faith. Thus, by doing so, we are filled with the pure love of God, which is charity. As individuals who possess charity, we will have no desire to injure one another. We will deal fairly in our business. We will not suffer our children to go hungry. We will not suffer they quarrel with one another and serve the devil. We will teach our children to walk in soberness and truth. We will administer our substance to those in need. We will not suffer the beggar's petition to be put out in vain rationalization that he brought his poverty upon himself. We are all beggars. We beg for the remission of sins. The Lord does not put us out. We should impart of our substance one with another. Let us not covet our possessions. The Lord commands us to not covet. This includes our own possessions. Do not covet our money, food, or any of our possessions that can be distributed for the welfare of our bro- your brother. Walk guiltless before God. Feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the sick, and administer relief to them. Cover them both spiritually and temporally, the children of God. This is the message of King Benjamin and the message of Paul to the Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 1, 4 through 6. Who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them 
which are in trouble by the comfort with ourselves are comforted of God. For as the suffering of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth in Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is ineffectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffered, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. Paul explained, We can offer comfort and consolation to our brother because we receive comfort from Christ. We will know how to comfort since we can empathize with our brother because we have suffered similar tribulations and overcome through them through Christ. This is how we bless the world.